Hey friends, this is Christy Young. Welcome to Bite Size Apologetics, where we pursue the truth one bite at a time. Alrighty, so in the previous episodes, we've discussed what is truth, what is not truth, why does truth matter, and we've distinguished between objective and subjective truth. And in this episode, we're going to talk about why do we need the distinction between subjective and objective truth. Why do we need to make the distinction? Why does it matter that we define those terms and understand the differences between those two, the truth claims really that are being made? And so here's the deal. Let's do a quick recap. Objective truth is based upon the object itself. It does not change based upon what anyone believes, what anyone's preferences are. It is a truth that is true for everyone, regardless of their preferences, beliefs, or circumstances. And remember, truth always corresponds to reality. And remember, corresponds means that truth affirms reality as you know it, as you've experienced it. Truth should correspond to reality. Uh, For example, let me give you a quick example. Um, An objective truth would be this. If you are falling, let's say you are, I'm going to go a little bit crazy here. Let's say you're riding a horse. You're about to fall off the horse. You reach out for a branch and you're about to grab the branch. You latch onto the branch and you, you have faith. You hope and you have faith that that branch will hold you, but you latch out and hold onto the branch and man, the branch saves you. You grab onto it and as the horse continues to run, you do not hit the ground because the bra- you've grabbed onto the branch and the branch is strong enough to hold you and it does in fact hold you. Objectively, what has saved you is the branch, right? The branch has saved you. It was not your faith in the branch that saved you, but the branch itself saves you. It's kind of like Christianity. The reality is, yes, we have faith in God, but our faith is not what saves us. God himself is the one who saves us. He is our branch. He is the one who offers salvation. And so for Christianity, objectively, the object of our faith is God. He either exists or he does not. Objectively, God either exists or he doesn't. No amount of us believing or not believing that truth affects the reality of whether God exists or not. Does that make sense? Okay, so let's discuss subjective truth. Subjective truth is based upon a person's feelings or preferences or desires or circumstances. Like, remember, um, we gave some examples in a previous video. Like my my subjective, subjective truths about me might be that I love little stud earrings. I really love the color turquoise. I enjoy running. I love chocolate. So you get the idea. Those are, those are preferences of mine, unique to me, and they will change from person to person. Uh, like in the previous video, I interviewed my kids and asked them their favorite colors or their favorite school subject. It, the answers we got were varied based upon which kids I asked. And so subjective truth changes based upon the subject. And it will be different for everyone based upon individual beliefs and preferences and circumstances. Okay, so remember, objective truth is true for everyone, regardless of whether they believe it or not. And let me give you an example of that. So we should all care about objective truth. For example, if I'm about to run out into the street and someone yells, stop, there's an ambulance coming. Either there's an ambulance coming or there is not. 
And I've got to decide based upon the evidence whether I'm going to believe that the person who's speaking is telling the truth or not. Either way, my belief is not going to change the reality. Either that ambulance is coming or it's not. And if I step out into the street and objectively the ambulance is coming, guess who's going to be squashed? Uh, me. So that's an example of objective truth that will impact me because it's real, whether or not I believe it or not. Okay, let me give you another example. Let's say you go to the doctor for an antibiotic to clear up a, to clear up pneumonia. Let's say you have a lung infection. That's what pneumonia is really. Let's say you have pneumonia and you go to the doctor and they prescribe an antibiotic. Uh, that's medication to treat that infection. That medication either will cure your pneumonia or it will not. It either has a history based upon the evidence of treating that infection and curing and helping that infection to resolve or it does not. No amount of you believing that it will work or not believing it will work impacts the reality of whether it works. The medicine either works or it doesn't. Objective claims are incredibly important and are worth arguing about because you could be deadly wrong. Let me give you one more example. Let's just say that I tell you that the cure for your pneumonia is drinking Diet Coke. So you need to go home and drink three Diet Cokes and that will cure your pneumonia. No amount of Diet Coke will treat your pneumonia. That is objectively wrong. It's objectively false. There has been no evidence to show that Diet Coke is effective in the treatment of pneumonia. And no amount of you or I believing that that is true makes that true. That is objectively false. And it, no amount of diet, so you can drink Diet Coke all day long and it will not help you to cure pneumonia. The difference between what is subjectively true and objectively true is incredibly important. It really means the difference between life and death. God either exists or he doesn't. And we should all desire to know that truth because objectively, God either exists or he doesn't. No, it does not matter how we feel about it. Our feelings don't impact the reality of whether God exists or not. If God exists and the Bible, the gospels are historically accurate, then that answers a ton of questions for us about why we're here, where we came from, what our purpose and life's mission are to be. And then it also establishes what is morally right and morally wrong. God's word gives us moral absolute and helps us to determine what is good and what is evil. Therefore, statements about religion, truth claims made about religion, are not and cannot be subjective. That means they can't change from person to person and still be true. Today, it is common for people to view statements about religion uh, as subjective opinion. But I just want to challenge you and tell you this, that God either exists or he does not exist. And, and no matter what we believe, our beliefs don't impact that reality that God either exists or he doesn't exist. And what I mean by that is this. For example, no amount of a person believing that God does not exist will actually make God not exist, if that makes sense. So no amount of us believing God exists, if he doesn't, will make God exist. He either does exist or he doesn't. And it, that reality is not impacted by what we believe, what we think, what our preferences are. Our opinions do not affect the reality. Let's take a break now for some comedy cravings. What do you call an old snowman? What? A cup of water. <laughs>
has no end, no beginning, and no middle. What? A donut. <laughs> hey, life, I got a funny story for you. What is it? There was a guy hiking. A bear started chasing him all the way to a cliff. Uh, the guy said, Dear Lord, please turn this bear into a Christian. And the bear prayed to God and said, Dear Lord, thank you for this yummy dinner. Lincoln, what do you say on a rabbit's birthday? What? Um, happy birthday. What? Hey, Mm-hmm. What do you call a fake noodle? What? And, oh. and pasta. I was about to say that. Okay, now it's time for a little logic lesson. All right, so we want to show you an example of a clear way to discern what is objective truth and what is subjective truth. And we're going to use a container of Skittles. Can I eat this? Okay, and maybe afterwards you can earn them. Okay, so... You guys, I want y'all objectively, objectively, I'm going to ask my kids, is there a number of Skittles that exists in this Skittles container? Yes. Objectively. Yes. Yes. Right? Okay, so why don't you take a guess? Hold it. Look at it. Mm -hmm. How many Skittles do you think are in that container? 100. Okay. 60. Probably... 100, but not for long. Oh, you're so cute. Okay, and then I might guess. Oh man, I might guess 120, okay? So objectively, there is a single number of Skittles that exists in here. And no matter how any of us feel about it, that number will not change. Okay, kiddos, will y'all count out how many Skittles there are? So there are objectively, let's count by tens, 10, um, 20, 30, 30 40, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 90 91, 92, 93, 94, 95. The there are objectively 95 Skittles in this container. And no matter how we feel about that, even if we don't like it, we disagree with it, if we were off in our counting, none of that impacts the reality, the objective truth. Remember, truth corresponds with reality. The reality is there were how many Skittles in this container? 95. 95. No, no matter what we believe there were and are, there were, now they're on the table, 95 Skittles in this container. Now that was objective truth. Objectively, there were 95 Skittles in this container. Now subjectively watch this you guys pick your favorite color of skittle and put it in your hands okay now hold them out Let's try to hold them so everybody can see them okay mine's purple or grape ties is red maybe that's cherry Green, which would be lime, and yours orange. Oh, I love that. So um, subjectively, we all have different subjective truth or opinion, right? So my opinion is that grape is the best. Ty would believe that the red one, the cherry one, probably is cherry, is the best. Lime for Maddie strawberry. and orange for Bren. And so that is subjectively, our opinion is that the purple one's the best, but that my subjective truth that the grape one, the purple Skittle is the best, does not apply 
to everyone equally, right? We all have different subjective truth about how which one tastes the best. And that's subjective. But objectively, there was only one objective truth about how many Skittles existed in the container. It, it wouldn't matter if we all had different opinions because we all did guess. We all had different guesses, but there was only one correct answer that applied equally to all of us. And that the objective truth, truth was that there were 95 Skittles in this container. Our subjective truth is that each of us may like a different color of Skittle, a different flavor of Skittle. Um, but that's a great distinction for you guys to help you see the difference between objective truth, there were 95 Skittles, and subjective truth or opinion in terms of which flavor is the best type of Skittle. Okay, so I want to flesh this out with you guys a little bit more. So here and there, you may meet someone with great woo, someone who can speak with confidence and boldness and clarity, and they are decisive and opinionated and have strong opinions. Well, they may be able to speak with in such a manner that they could make you believe anything. Okay, so I don't want you guys to be deceived by the culture or by people in the culture who have slick words, who could make their subjective truth seem like it is actually truth and facts and not opinion just because of their smooth words or the slick way that they bring the message they're bringing. And so I want to give you an example. Rather than listening to smooth words and smooth presentations and buying in just based upon the confidence of a person in presenting their opinion or their ideas, you always need to follow the evidence. So let me give you an example. Let's just say you have a friend who does not believe that seatbelts are effective or useful or beneficial. So they do not use seatbelts in the, in the car. And let's say you go take a trip with this friend and y'all are in a car accident and your friend ends up getting hurt because of his belief that seatbelts are not beneficial, not helpful, not useful for preventing injuries to a person in an accident. The reality is there's a great weight of evidence that has been put on display such that car manufacturers continue to put seatbelts in cars because they have been proven to help prevent injuries to people who are in car accidents. But your friend decides to negate that great weight of evidence. He decides to ignore the great weight of evidence and make his own decision subjectively to have his own opinion that he believes that uh, seatbelts are not effective. They're not beneficial. They're not useful. And so that's a, his opinion. But make it your aim not to be persuaded by his confidence or his zeal or his simply his opinion without looking at the great weight of the evidence so that you can make a wise decision to be able to protect yourself. How your friend feels is not as important as the empirical evidence that shows that seatbelts are effective for preventing injuries to people in car accidents. So don't put such a great weight on how people feel that you would ignore the great weight of evidence, even if it's contrary to the way a person feels. In fact, especially if it's contrary to the way a person feels. And that kind of logic needs to apply in all of life. Always follow the trail of evidence. Look to see what the evidence weighs in favor of in terms of being most reasonable with a decision or, uh, I don't know, in all of life as you examine what is true and trustworthy. 
Alrighty, you guys, here are three questions for you to discuss as a family. Number one, why do we need to distinguish between objective and subjective truth? Number two, why must we follow the evidence as opposed to blindly believing someone simply because he or she is persuasive? And number three, can you give one example of how believing subjective truth, also known as opinion, as objective truth could be harmful to you? Alrighty, you guys, thanks so much for watching. Please share these videos and like and subscribe to the channel because it helps support the ministry so that we can continue to create content.